As Jim prayed, we now have the opportunity to celebrate together the ordinance of baptism. Each one of these individuals who is going to be baptized is responding to God's mercy, and they are going to share their testimony with us. And as we said, it is a celebration. That means however you celebrate, feel free to celebrate. If that means you clap, feel free to clap. If that means you whistle, feel free to whistle. If that means you hoot and holler, feel free to hoot and holler because this is truly a celebration. This is Mitchell Crump, and he's going to share testimony. Good morning. Before I accepted Jesus into my life, I didn't care how much I sinned. I took pride in my own work and engaged in certain activities after school with friends. I attended Calvary, I attended, I've attended Calvary for as long as I can remember. Unfortunately, I spent most of my time daydreaming during the service. A little over a year ago, I lost my best friend over a ridiculous fight in, in that we've been best friends for over 10 years. It broke my heart and I fell into a deep depression. I was ready to quit the swim, my swimming career just to stay away from him. My diving coach, Kurt Miranda, and my best friend, Nate Smith, invited me to Calvary, Calvary Church, and I, was, <clears throat> and I was overwhelmed with happiness. I went up to t talk to Pastor Jim afterwards about how I wasn't sure if I believed in Jesus. We opened the Bible to read Romans 10.9 and asked me if I believed, in Jesus, believed if Jesus was Lord and that you believed in your heart that God had raised him from the dead. And I truly did. I was overwhelmed with a sense of freedom and happiness. I get, I, I'm getting baptized today because I hope to show those who are still unsure if they believe in God that he is real. He is watching over you no matter the circumstances. My life has changed greatly since Jesus came into my life, and I praise him for, for the accomplishments I have been able to do because of his mightiness. The verse that I go to when I feel, dark, feel the darkness in my life is John 1.5. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not yet to overcome it. Mitchell, my brother, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Michelle Orange, and she is going to share a testimony as well. I was born Easter Sunday, 1990. I was blessed enough to be born into a home where God was not shut out or questioned, but he was never fully explored. When I was about four, my grandfather passed away, and someone had told me that if I wanted to see him again, all I had to do was ask Jesus into my heart. I thought, perfect, and God and did not give it much more thought. When I was about 11, I went to a Christian Bible camp, and they explained that we're all sinners, and we need to ask for forgiveness and ask Jesus into our hearts. I thought, great, I can do that. It wasn't until high school that I knew that something had to change. 
I struggled with anxiety since I can remember and before I had words to explain how I felt. I learned how to put on a brave face and just get by. I know, I know now my Savior was there the whole time, but still waiting for me to make the changes. I knew there was more to a Christian walk than what, than what I was doing, but I had no clear examples of what that looked like. I went off to a Christian university in Virginia, a choice that was for all the wrong reasons, but the Lord knew what he was doing. The Lord led me to that Christian university to show me, teach me, and move my heart for him. In my third year, I entered a dorm with a leadership team unlike any I had had years before. These women lived lived their lives for Christ. They took time to pray for me and every other person on the hall. They served us with full schedules of their own and showed me what a relationship with Christ really looked like. They showed obedience to the callings in their lives and pushed me to do the same, to pray for others, to hand my worries over to the Lord, and to serve others. My heart was forever changed, and I am forever thankful for these examples these ladies were in my life. But I am even more thankful for my Jesus, who gave his life for mine, I pray Psalm 35, 28. My tongue will proclaim your righteousness, your praises all day long. May this Easter be an expression of my obedience and thankfulness to the Lord. Michelle, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, in your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life from him. This is Jesse Smith, and he's going to share his testimony. Good morning. My name is Jesse Smith. I'm here today to bring glory to my Lord and Savior by professing my faith in Him and by obeying His command in Scripture to be baptized. The theme of my testimony is one of faithfulness. I thank God for faithful parents who love their Lord enough to promise at birth to raise me in the fear of the Lord and who are faithful even to this day to live out before their family the love and the grace of their Lord committed to each other, their children, the community that God has given them to serve. I've been incredibly blessed with my beautiful wife, Shelley, such a caring and godly woman who has been such a testimony of steadfast love and commitment. Her faithfulness to her Lord and to her family, to us, is a gift beyond compare in this dark world. I thank God for the faithfulness of siblings aunts and uncles, grandparents and great-grandparents, a family of generations of believers who have bolstered my faith with a mighty surge of countless right decisions to faithfully serve their God. I thank God for Christian friends and mentors growing up and here at Calvary, faithful to lay down their own life to pick up their cross and follow Christ for the sake of the gospel. But most of all, I thank God for the faithfulness of our Lord Jesus Christ, who chose me, not for the merits of my own, but because of his deep love, mercy, and grace, 
The closer we walk together, the more overwhelmed I am by his faithfulness to me, and especially on this Easter morning, commemorating his death and resurrection for me, completely unworthy, unable even to will myself to believe in him. May all the glory and the honor and the praise be to our faithful Lord, our faithful risen Lord. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thank you. Jesse, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Joel Eldersveld, and he's going to share a testimony as well. Good morning. I was born into a Christian family with loving parents and siblings. I had every Christian advantage, from attending Sunday school and catechism classes to having years of Christian education. I rested in those advantages and in the church I grew up in. I learned a lot about God and knew a great deal of theology, but it never went from my head to my heart, and I failed to truly live out my Christian faith. In my early 20s, my life was really coming together, or so, I, or so I thought. I had just started a business, I was making money, and was starting to become an independent person. The problem was, I wasn't being dependent on God. I had it all together on the outside, but inside I was a mess. I was what I would call a Sunday-only Christian. I went to church twice on Sunday, but the rest of the week I was living my life how I wanted to live it. In my selfishness, I wasn't offering myself as a living sacrifice to God, but God was chasing after me. At that time, my mom had been telling me about a Bible study that she thought I should check out. After three years of brushing off that idea, I finally decided to try it out, and I started attending the Young Adults Bible Study Fellowship class. If I was honest with myself, I started going simply to meet some girls. <laughs> However, God had other plans. And he used that Bible study to bring me to a place where he wanted me to be. Being in the Word on a consistent basis was changing my life from the inside out. I no longer was relying on that perfect outward Christian appearance. He was showing me that salvation was in Christ alone and that he didn't want just part of my heart. He wanted all of it. A few, year, a few years later, he met, I met my soon-to-be wife. We got married and had a baby boy. God answered prayers for healing when he brought our three-week-old son through heart surgery to repair a birth defect. My faith was strengthened through this, but it was about to be tested again in a bigger way. Tragedy struck soon afterward as we were going through a painful divorce. I found myself in a desert of loneliness, pain, and uncertainty of the future. But even in this, I still believed that God was good. In a state of emotional pain, God in his grace and perfect timing led me to Calvary Church. I needed a place of refuge, and the first time I attended here at Calvary, Jim was beginning a sermon ser series from 1 Peter, which was all about suffering in the Christian life. I felt that the sermons were just for me. Even the songs that we sang had a deep impact on me. 
There were often times when I had to stop singing because I couldn't see the screen through the tears coming down my face. Once again, God pointing me back to Christ and the fact that he died for my sins and how I can look at what he has done for me and in turn forgive those who have done wrong to me. I have decided to get baptized today as an outward expression of what God has done inwardly in my heart. Soon after coming to Calvary, I felt that God was prompting me to be baptized, but I came up with so many reasons not to do it, all based out of fear. I had been baptized as an infant, but my journey of faith is so much more real today, and I want to take this step of faith out of obedience to God. I am so thankful for the gift of salvation and for Jesus dying on the cross to save me. One of my favorite verses, which pretty much sums up my testimony today, uh, comes from Galatians 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Joel, my brother, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Mark Montero, and he's going to share his testimony. Hi, I'm Mark. I was born in the Philippines, where I was baptized as an infant, raised in a Catholic church, attended for 17 years. I was, when I was a baby, my parents got a divorce, which my mom decided to take my sister and I with her. As a single mom, it's hard for her to raise us, so she, she decided to move in different country to work. During this time, we lived with my aunt and uncle, who raised, us, who raised me and my sister for 18 years. When I was in high school, my mom met a Christian man from Nebraska here in America and got married. Our stepdad decided to petition us so we could be all together as a family in the same home. Moving to a different country was hard because I had to leave my friends behind and family. My mom asked if I wanted to attend church with them. I was scared that people wouldn't like me or I wouldn't feel like I belong. But I was wrong. Everyone was so nice. They treat me like a new member of family. A year and a half, my sister and I decided to move to Michigan, where we have family and to attend school. My cousin brought me here in Calvary. My first Sunday here in Calvary made me feel like my first Sunday at church in Nebraska. After my sister moved out, I found out that one of my roommates was a member of Calvary. We began attending church together after a month, we began dating, which she didn't agree with, because we're living in the same house, which is not a Christian life. But we tried. Went to church every Sunday. She taught me to be more independent, attending even she couldn't. She helped me to become closer to God by reading the Bible together and going to worship. At the beginning of this year, I bought my first Bible, which I started to read every night. I began praying for the sign when I should get baptized. About a month ago, my sister and I went to the Philippines after being away for six years. We visited friends and family. Upon getting home, my girlfriend and I sat down 
and had a serious conversation about our relationship. After three years of, after three years of dating, we both, we both choose to break up and move on. I know to myself that this was the sign I was praying for to get baptized. I'm here today because I don't want to go back the way I was and I don't want to get stuck where I am right now. I want to move forward and become closer to God. My favorite Bible verse is Joshua first, verse 9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord is with you wherever you go. Mark, my brother, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Vicki Bickle, and she is going to share. Hi. My name is Vicki, and I was raised in a loving Christian home, and I turned my life over to Jesus at a very young age. I love the Lord, and I love serving Him, and have received so many blessings from Him, but I had never been baptized. And as the years went by, it was easy to justify not getting baptized. But God has been working on my heart, and I knew it was time to listen and respond to the prompting from the Holy Spirit. I started asking myself what held me back, and truthfully, it was simply the fear of standing up here and not knowing what to say. So I committed to praying, and God showed me the weak areas of my life that He is lovingly working on. He showed me the many answers to prayer, some of which are genuine miracles, as well as His ever-abiding faithfulness to me in spite of my weak faith at times. God has never failed me. Man has. Christians have, but God never has. And so with a humble heart, I'm choosing to take a public stand in getting baptized to show that I am a follower of Christ and I'm grateful to him for his tender, loving mercies. Vicki, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, I have. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ alone? Yes, I have. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Heidi Seitz, and her uh, husband is also standing right back behind us. Good morning and happy Easter. I grew up in a Christian family. At the age of eight, our family started attending Calvary because my parents wanted our family to learn more at church. 
At the age of nine, right in the old balcony here at Calvary, I accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. My favorite verse and constant reminder that got me through challenges growing up was Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I am very thankful for my upbringing and the personal foundation I developed with the help of my family and church. At the age of 20, I got married for my first, to my first husband. What I thought was the right decision and right next step ended up not being the right relationship for a lifetime, and at the age of 24, I got a divorce. During this time, I distanced myself from God, not feeling worthy to communicate with him. Thankfully, our God is a God of second chances. At the age of 28, I married Joseph. A couple of years later, I experienced the miracle of birth of our son, Max. My faith continued to grow. In the last year, both Joseph and I have experienced such growth in Christ, both individually and together in our marriage. With the help of the pastors at Calvary Care, we realized we did not have the right foundation established in our marriage. Now we are putting Christ first and reading devotions and praying together daily. Looking back, I think I was fearful of what the answer I might receive and what path I might be asked to take, and I did not want, to, want that altering from my plan. A verse that has been a big reassurance to me now is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. This year I have realized that there is no need to fear with giving your control to God and trusting in him. One devotional I read that helped me get a clear picture is God is like the ultimate guide on your trip. It made me think of a white rafting, whitewater rafting trip I took. I was not an experienced rafter, but my guide was. I did not know what was around the curve, but my guide did. I did not know what to do, but my guide showed me. There were challenges, fun, unexpected surprises. I put my trust in my guide, and I tried to do all he asked. With that, I knew I did all I could, and he would get me there safe. Today I'm getting baptized in front of my, fa my friends, family, and guide, ready to put my trust and my life in God. Heidi, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Joseph Seitz, and he is going to share as well. Good morning. I was baptized Lutheran as a baby some 38 years ago. I was raised going to church until I was six when we moved from Texas to Wisconsin, and shortly thereafter, my parents were divorced and the church faded from our family life. I grew in my adolescent and teenage years looking to physical comforts and friends for happiness and approval. Through these avenues, I found acceptance and confidence. I went into my 20s with growing self-assurance and the thought that I was number one and in charge of my own life path. 
I went through most of my 20s doing what I thought was fun and only worrying about pleasing myself. I learned several lessons the hard way and found someone or something else to blame for the negative while always eagerly accepting the responsibility for the positive. I lived in the moment and thought I had control over everything in my world. It was in August of 2006 that I met an amazing person. I walked into a church for a wedding I didn't even think I was going to attend and left the reception knowing I had just met the woman of my dreams. Heidi and I dated and she showed me what, what a thankful and selfless person looks like. She invited me into her family and I attended church with her on occasion. We would pray from time to time and spoke of our relationship with God here and there. She was far more open and willing to engage in these conversations than I. After three years of dating, I asked her to marry me, and she said yes. <laughs> We've been married now for six and a half years, and it's not always been easy along the way. We challenge each other, argue from time to time, might not always see eye to eye on how we choose to parent. We attend Calvary sporadically for the first five years of our marriage, and making a little bit more of an effort once Max had come along. Last spring, through my stubborn and selfish ways, I put our marriage and family <clears throat> through a challenge that nearly brought it to an end. I had come to a breaking point and called Heidi home from work so that I could confess the mistakes I had made. Looking back to just over a year ago, it was in that moment that I truly saw what it meant to be a Christian and to live life in the image of Jesus Christ. The compassion and tolerance that Heidi showed me that day is what I want to be able to show the world. I'm choosing to be baptized today because I have come to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I want to live my life to better the lives of others. I do not want to just worry about myself, my situation, my surroundings, but rather live with the consciousness of the greater plan God has laid out for me. I want to be a better husband, father, friend, and a person who others can look to when they are in need. I'm proud to be a believer and a follower of Jesus, and I want to share that with the world. Today, I leave my selfish ways in this water and look to live the rest of my life with this passage in the front of my mind. 2 Corinthians 4, verses 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Thank you. Joseph, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, I have. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes, I do. Now, because of your testimony of faith, my brother, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in likeness and death, raised to new life in Him. This is Mila Schneider, and she is going to share testimony. Hi, my name is Mila Schneider. I've been a Christian my whole life and, th and studied the Bible my whole life, too. As I got older, I became scared of everything. I would have a lot of bad dreams and scary thoughts. These fears made it, these fears made it hard for me to do things. I know these weren't from God, 
and that Satan was stealing my relationship with God. My parents would pray with me and help me read the Bible, which helped. One verse that we said at bedtime is Proverbs 3.24. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. I'm thankful I belong to God and for his promises. I want to be baptized to grow closer in my relationship and with him and to remember he is always with me, even if I sin. Mila, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, because of your testimony, my sister, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is John Lohr, and he is going to share as well. Good morning. <clears throat> the Lord has blessed me and my family. Now I wish to take massive action for the Lord and return the love that was so graciously given to me to others. Upon reflection of this desire, however, it occurred to me that there was one missing action in my life. The action is baptism. Baptism is also a recollection of my memory and my expression of thankfulness. I recall a dark place where my mind and spirit once resided. It has taken me 36 years to get into the waters of baptism and acknowledge in front of the church that idolatry has mastered my formal life and worldview. Now, I place hope in baptism, not because it will exempt me from future sin or guarantee my salvation, but to communicate to the world that the illumination of my reality comes only through Jesus Christ. John, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus alone for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. Samantha Thompson and she's going to share. Good morning, my name is Samantha Thompson. One night when I was getting ready for bed, I felt God talk to me and he asked me to read something special out of the Bible. He asked me to read John 3, 5 to 8. So my mom read it out loud to me. Jesus answered very truly, I tell you no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth 
to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. So what, you should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And God asked me to get baptized, so I told my mom I want to get baptized. The verse that means a lot to me is Matthew 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Samantha, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Hannah Lambert, and she's going to share her testimony. Good morning. The hardest part about writing a testimony is knowing where to start. I could tell you about how I grew up in a Christian home, or how young I was when I accepted Christ, or even how I've already been baptized once before when I was young. But instead, I want to take you to my freshman year of college. I was at Michigan State University, and at the time, I wanted the full freshman experience. And that's what I got. But somehow, all of these things that I was seeking out for pleasure were not filling the gaping hole that I had in my heart. My second semester of college was one of the best and worst times of my life. I went through a difficult breakup with my boyfriend, I quit the varsity swim team, and my parents were getting divorced. I had hit an all-time low. I was so empty. I started to realize the sin that I had been living in and how I was searching for love in all of the wrong places. So I picked up my devotional book that had been collecting some dust, and I opened it to that day's date. The book read, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I immediately broke down and realized how much I needed God in that moment. I started to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, and it was almost as if I could feel Jesus wrapping his loving arms around me in a tight hug. I felt so incredibly loved beyond measure. I sincerely felt a change in my spirit that day, but the story doesn't quite end there. I had been on a spiritual high for the remainder of the semester, but then summer came around. I was working and traveling and basically spending all of my time and energy on everything except God. I convinced myself that I was just too busy for him. I knew that he was always there, but I really took him for granted. I, I had the mindset of, God saved me once so he can do it again, and I put him on the back burner for the time being. I never would have guessed what was waiting around the corner. Around Thanksgiving this past year, I was very ill and had to take some time off school. In the midst of my sickness, I was startled when I heard a voice saying, Hannah, you are going to die at a young age. Go and be a witness for me. The first time I heard it, I didn't know what to make of it. But again, I heard the voice, so I began to question. 
I asked, am I going to get married? And the response was, trust me. I asked again, will I have children? And again, I heard, trust me. I pressed on again, will I have a career? And the answer was yet again, trust me. Now I was scared. I broke down and didn't know what to do. I couldn't breathe. I was shaking. Finally, the very last thing I heard was a verse from Psalm saying, be still and know that I am God. I was comforted, a very similar feeling to the one I had experienced a half a year earlier. But what did all this mean? I spoke with my mom about what I had heard, and I could not believe how calm she was. She encouraged me to meet with Pastor Samra to talk it over and see if I really was hearing from God, but I didn't want to go. I was resistant because I was scared of what he might have to say. Finally, I ended up meeting with him, and from that moment on, I really knew that I had to make a life decision. I believe that God was telling me that I needed to die to my worldly self. It was making sense now. It just so happened that I met with Pastor Samra the day before I went on a mission trip to South Africa. He encouraged me to spend some time really thinking about everything that we had talked about and to listen for God. After spending some time in the Word and in prayer, I now believe that I am being called into ministry and I am stepping out in faith to follow wholeheartedly after the Lord on this new path. Today, I am getting baptized to public, publicly proclaim that I am a child of God and I am choosing Him in His ways. I surrender it all to Him. Have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, in your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, ready for new life in him.